Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it is very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Carol Wilson Tizma is married to David Tizma, whom we heard from in episode 11. She's a French professor at a university in Michigan and describes the awkward transition that professors have had to make in order to teach online classes, sometimes for the first time. I think the biggest piece of it for me is not being able to teach in the classroom. That's been a really tough adjustment Um, and for different reasons than I expected. I thought that um, when they announced it, they announced it on a Thursday and said that we would have, or it was a Wednesday night actually, and they said that we would have Thursday and Friday off class, no classes, and that um, Monday we would be transitioning to online school. And that was all the warning we got. And then all day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they were offering workshops on how to teach online and different um, resources with technology and that the school would be providing to help us move our classes online. And I went to a morning workshop that was a couple different topics um, from about nine until noon. And I felt like, okay, we can do this, we can move online, but I didn't anticipate how hard it would be to connect with students through the online format. Because in the classroom, there's so much more interpersonal exchange and I can see faces and call on names and, and know who's talking. And, and online, they seem to be more intimidated by the video camera. And so they don't speak up nearly as much. And um, some of them haven't shown up, like they just don't connect at all to the online format. And we aren't, we aren't penalizing them for that, right? We don't call that an absence because we don't know the situation. We don't know if they have a family member that's sick or they don't have Wi-Fi or whatever. So it's not technically an absence when they don't show but I feel like I'm losing some students that just are not staying on top of the work. And I'm, I'm giving them a lot online. I always use Blackboard a lot and I post a lot there, but if they don't use those resources, they're not gonna be able to, to pass the class. And, and I feel really bad about that, but I, I, can't, I can't talk to them. I can't say, hey, what's going on when there's no connection? And it's, it upsets me and I find that I'm intimidated by the video camera. I get super anxious every time I have to log in to be on. And it's, it's more nerve wracking than being in the classroom. I don't know why. Maybe because I never know what kind of glitch I'm gonna have and what's not gonna show up or whatever, you know, but it's, it's not 
it's not easy to do. Even though I get the programs and I found some great tools to use, it's still just not the same as the personal connection in a classroom and I don't like it. I use Zoom for a lot of my classes. Um, Blackboard also has some um, capacity for um, video chat. Um, and I'm also using a lot of online programs for like storyboarding or making comics or, you know, just doing different activities that they can produce by using online platforms that we don't usually use in the classroom um, because it requires a trip to the language lab and all that other stuff. But when they're stuck at home, it's like, oh, hey, I found this program. Check this out. See if you can tell me a story using this. And um, I showed one class a road trip movie, and then I had them produce a six-panel comic strip of a road trip they'd taken where they had to talk about the conversation in the car um, using, um, I don't know what it's called in English, uh, indirect discourse. When you talk about what somebody said, he said this, and she said that she was going to, it, it affects the verb choice. And so they had to talk about their road trip that way. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. But I've found some really cool resources for teachers this way. Um, and I also, my daughter's birthday was on Sunday. So we had her open her presents over Zoom so that I could see her opening her gifts because she doesn't live with me anymore. So, um, and she, she has some uh, vulnerability because she had chicken pox in her lungs as a child. And it was pretty scary at the time, but I had no idea how it would affect her in the future, but she easily gets respiratory illnesses. And so there's probably some scarring. And so that's a little frightening. So she's trying to be super careful and, and stay home. He's a senior this year and he's supposed to be graduating. He's in three AP classes and we're really hoping that he's able to take the AP test and that they go as well as they would have if he had been in the classroom. But he, being on the spectrum, he's very much an introvert and trouble, has trouble with social connection. So going out in public, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the um, lack of interaction socially. It's almost a relief for him but he goes grocery shopping with me and the first time we went grocery shopping together because he likes to help me organize the stuff and carry bags and stuff but the first time we went was just like a couple days after classes were canceled um and he was he's an analyzer he looks for patterns and everything right so as we're going through the grocery store, he's noticing all the things that are missing. And he decided, he figured out the pattern, that it was all things for parents of young children because they were out of chocolate chips, they were out of mac and cheese, they were out of toilet paper, they were out of, um, I think it was like Go-Gurt or something like, like there were a lot of things that little kids like. So he was like analyzing every thing in the store that was low or out he was seeing how it fit with his pattern of, oh, this is why young children would need this item. <laughs> it was really interesting. <laughs> Another little anecdote that was weird was with Alex's birthday because he started dating somebody that is relatively recent. 
and um, it wasn't good social distancing, but he was coming over to do his laundry, which he does on a regular basis. He doesn't have a dryer where he lives. So um, we just timed it so he would bring his laundry on his birthday <laughs> and he brought her along. And um, she, she's been out of work for a couple weeks now um, and um, staying at home. So it was like this one-time thing and it, I know it was bad, but we did it anyway. But even though she came over, it was really awkward because nobody could hug and we just kind of stood there like, because we're kind of a huggy family and just kind of reached out and touched each other's arms like, it's nice to meet you. I feel like it might have contributed to his struggle because being here was so nice with siblings and mom and David and, and homemade food and then to go from that back home to his apartment where he's by himself. I mean, he has housemates, but they live separate lives. In future episodes, you'll hear from students who have also made this transition to online classes, and they describe a similar awkwardness with the technology and video interfaces. Carol's concern for her children is telling in this time. Community and support is incredibly important. How are you able to reach out to your family or friends to make sure that they're doing okay, that we're getting through together rather than alone? Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe, stay well.